Welcome to Retail Shift, a podcast from Axiom offering insights into the changing realities and future opportunities for data-driven retail, consumer brands, and travel marketers. I'm Michelle Fitzpatrick, and I'm your host. And for Axiom, I cover the retail, consumer brands, and travel industries. And I created this podcast to explore a bunch of topics and ideas to help marketers effectively deal with all the market disruption and changes in consumer behaviors. And I have to say, there's never been a more challenging time to be a marketer. Today's topic is addressable activation in a time of pandemic. COVID-19 has rocked our world literally. And market data suggests a significant downturn in consumer spending GDP, as well as a downturn in consumer confidence. And while media consumption is at its highest level in human history, advertising spend is way down. Now, according to Kantar research, brands that go dark during this period may take five years on average to recover market share. Additionally, brands that go dark to save costs will likely see a 40% reduction in brand awareness, as well as a delay in their recovery after coronavirus, according to the ARF. Now, add to this the dramatic changes in consumer behavior. People are buying online, they're doing pickup in store, curbside delivery, they're doing home delivery, online grocery, all of these new behaviors that were, were building prior to COVID-19, but have been seeded out of necessity. And when you put all these things together, you have the perfect storm for retailers. And with travel at a standstill, the recovery will be even tougher. So what's a brand to do? You know, assuming you don't go dark, Everything you do right now will matter more and be more impactful if it's based on consumer understanding. This includes your advertising strategies and media spend. And I don't mean to sound overly dramatic, but your current and future success will literally depend upon it. In today's podcast, we're going to discuss the ways a brand can create and activate audiences to onboard and relevantly message consumers to make your advertising and media investments, large or small, more impactful in today's disruptive environment. But first, let me tell you a little bit about today's guest. He's been a digital marketing channel expert for close to two decades and has worked with clients ranging from Fortune 100 and Fortune 500 clients to the White House and even the United Nations. In fact, in 2014, he was presented with a leadership award from the United Nations for his role in leveraging media to drive social change and impact. He comes from a family of entrepreneurs and is quite the entrepreneur himself. He has used his expertise to drive success for large big box retailers and B2C startups using data and data-driven digital marketing approaches. Today, he leads the digital and addressable activation services practices for Axiom. Please welcome to the podcast, David James Stewart. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. So glad you're here today, David James. Let's jump in. Sure. Before we dive into the discussion about what a brand can do to succeed in these troubling times, we probably should talk a little bit about the basic idea of addressable activation. I know it has to do with creating high-value audiences that are activated through different media channels um, and lots of different media platforms. But for people who are unfamiliar with this type of media and advertising, 
how would you define addressable activation? Yeah, addressable activation is more of a surgical approach to digital marketing than sort of the wide net approach that a lot of marketers take. So the ability to take an audience, a known audience, and be able to target that known audience. And, and you hit it on the head, right? It's the ability to not just take a, a list that you have and message everybody on that list, but, but who are the high value consumers on that list? And then being able to reach them in every digital channel that you can think of from uh, just display media or mobile to, to addressable connected TV, uh, and then measure the impact and success of that. And so, so that's what really addressable activation is doing, is it's finding those high value audiences and speaking directly to them uh, through the use of data. All right, I got it. I, th I think I have it anyway. It's a, it's a smarter <laughs> yeah. way to create, activate, and measure audiences in the channels the consumer uses to research, engage, and, and buy the things they want. Does that sound right? That's right. So given we're in the midst of the COVID-19 craziness and heading toward our hopeful recovery, what are some of the ways addressable activation can be used to help a brand connect with and target customers and prospects right now? So what are your suggestions for immediate C-19 brand survival? Yeah, it's it's a weird world that we're in for as a as a marketer, right? That I, I always used to go to my favorite quote, which was a John Waitermaker quote, talking about his advertising and, and saying essentially half of his money was spent on advertising and was wasted. Uh, the trouble is he just didn't know which which half. And and that 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 quote was literally in the 1920s and 30s, and it could not be truer to today. So marketers are who aren't sophisticated data-driven marketers have a real challenge with, with being able to sort of push into this really weird time, right? Being, making sure they're driving efficiency and effective media. Uh, and, and so the first thing we always look at with any brand or marketer is where they're starting. What, what, what have they already done to be able to get ready for this digital uh, transformation? to be able to actually bring people back during this, during this particular time, but just in a regular marketing time period. Uh, and so what we really look at is how are you going to impact your business when it's maybe either closed or you have very limited to your point about marketer, uh, about consumers now, that they're now shopping where it's e-commerce or they're picking it up curbside. So how are we going to speak to those high value audiences to make sure that they're still uh, buying from us? They're still interacting with us. And so you can do everything from sort of selling gift cards to, to drive people into store when you do open, um, incenting, incentivizing people to come back, that high value audience to come back uh, with sort of special hours when you open. So all of those things are going to, are going to make sure that to, to the earlier point you made, you're not losing market share and you're actually staying top of mind with the consumer. And that doesn't mean you have to be opportunistic. Uh, it doesn't mean you're using this, this pandemic and crisis in a, in a way that you're sort of trying to sell more of your tchotchkes, but being able to say, listen, we, we, we do value you as a customer. If, if we didn't have you, we wouldn't be a business. And how do we make sure that you uh, feel the same way? So a couple of points you made in there that I think are really important. You know, one is that you know, through addressable activation, by identifying these high value audiences and focusing specific messages right on them, 
you, know, you, right. kind of, you, you have the opportunity to break through that sea of sameness we're seeing right now. So there's a lot of, you know, we, we're here, we care, yeah. we're, we're ready to help you messages yeah. in the marketplace. And, you know, for some consumers, you know, they're getting a little fatigued by those generalized messages. They're really looking for brands to engage with them in a, in a more personally relevant way. And that's fair. There's a lot of marketers that, that just they're not open. They really can't add a ton of value with the products and services they have. So the, so the message of we're here with you is an empathetic message, which is fine. But certainly being able to say, you know, how am I how am I here with you? How am I helping you? And speaking specifically to those high value customers is so important during that. Now, assuming, you know, we're, we're getting, you know, heading toward the path of recovery. You know, we know that some parts of our, our nation will be opening, you know, different different areas, different types of businesses. It's going to be a prolonged period of time, you know, in, in which we're going through continued market disruption and, and change. So how do you think addressable activation could be used for a brand that's, you know, getting ready to reopen stores or getting back into operating mode? You know, in other words, how can a brand leverage addressable activation on their path to recovery? Yeah, that's like a $5 trillion question, right? Um, and, and there's and there's stories are at different starting points, right? Some some have absolutely been closed for the past two months. Some have been quasi-opened or fully open, which they've still had okay performance. I think the first thing, the first thing is to recognize that consumers have evolved or changed, whichever way you want to look at it. We think revolved because evolved because uh, they are doing more e-commerce. They are doing curbside. They are doing less sort of experience inside the store. Um, so you, you can't just discount that. So you do need to make sure that, hey, those people have bought digitally. Uh, are they just digital shoppers now, right? Have they transitioned into that world of digital shopping? And again, back to that messaging, making sure that you're messaging them appropriately. Now, there is a huge swat of people who are extremely excited to get back <laughs> into store. And, and certainly when you talk about getting your hair cut or nail salons or, or even like uh, even, you know, clothes shopping, you know, a lot of people really want that touch and feel and want to go into a store and do that. That goes back to how are you talking to those high value customers to drive that initiative? Right? How are you taking the, your top 20% of your consumers who generate 80% of your revenue and saying, Hey, we are going to have, special store hours for you. We're going to have a some type of a gift bag when you purchase. Discounts are fine as long as it can sustain your business because I know it's been difficult right now. But how how are you incentivizing an experience for that consumer to come back in? And you know when they come back in, they spend more money than if they're just seeing a list of different products and services that you have and just and just purchasing those on online, right? When they actually are in-store, lost leader type of model where you're able to sell them one thing, but they're buying 10 other things because they're there. Uh, being able to make that prescriptive messaging to those high value audiences is going to be the most important and impactful thing that you, that you can do. So we talk about taking those high value audiences, doing those different types of nuances. You know, again, is it a discount? Is it a gift with, with purchase? Um, but making sure that you're focusing your media, especially when the opening starts happening, focusing your media on those people to begin with uh, to start that ramp up period again. And then you can sort of broaden that net again and start talking about prospecting to bring people in the funnel. Uh, it's, your most in, it's your most important consumers first. 
And, and so that, is, that comes back to data driven. You have to do the legwork and it's sort of almost a perfect time to do that now. If you haven't done that, you don't have to necessarily be spending media right now to be able to sort of do that data driven, find out who your best consumers are so that you can start, start having that type of messaging. So I, I think I, it does. I think, I think the light bulb went on for me in that, that last kind of part you were talking about. It's, it's almost as if we're, we're using the techniques that we've known to, to love and depend on for data-driven marketing in the more addressable channels like email, direct mail, the channels that we've been used to using data and segmentation to drive and applying that same mechanism to media, to advertising, yeah. So that so that you have the goodness of all that customer intel and insight that you have, and you're purposing it in the media, and then and then I'm guessing maybe you can talk about this a little bit. I'm guessing you're also able to do explicit measurement so that you can, you know, and measure more granularly than just looking at you know the how many people saw the ad, but really look at the actual people who received the ad and engaged with the material. Yeah, it's funny. You, uh, you know, again, I've been a digital marketer. Uh, for about 20 years, maybe a little bit more even. Um, and, and we used to get so frustrated in the beginning days because everything's measurable, right? Every view, every click, every purchase, the ability to now be able to map back to a purchase in store uh, is measurable. And so we used to get so frustrated when TV would get massive budgets and we get this small little thing. And then the client would just scrutinize every little data point that we gave them in the digital marketing program because they could. Uh, so the, the evolution has sort of happened where consumer or where brand marketers have recognized this channel as the ability to be really efficient and effective, but also to measure success in almost real time. The ability to be able to, you know, certainly within an e-commerce purchase, someone be able to see a message, you're targeting that that exact consumer you want, the geo markets that you want, the audience attributes, the personas, all of that stuff, being able to target that specific person and then measure if they purchase right there online. But also now being able to do that, all of that goodness of data and, and targeting, and then be able to get a buyer file back. Say, well, yeah, we messaged this consumer this many times. We have this many different touch points, not just digital as well, right? You, you can now measure that with direct marketing, with email, addressable TV, in some, some cases, even linear TV, uh, and actually see that, that success. And so that's why it becomes so important for marketers to, 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 to see that vision, to be able to say, wow, I want to be smart, a smart uh, marketer. I want to make sure that I am measuring across all channels, but also I'm being very prescriptive with who I'm targeting and how I'm speaking to them. Well, these are fantastic ideas, David James, and really such an important topic for marketers to think about right now, especially in light of the pandemic yeah. and the road to recovery. So I thank you for, for sharing your ideas and your expertise today. And I want to thank, oh, sure, sure. Thank you. And then I also want to thank our listeners for joining us today for this episode of the Retail Shift Podcast, um, where we'll continue to explore important shifts in the data-driven marketing activities for retail consumer brands and travel. So please join us for our next podcast and be sure to visit our previously recorded episodes and our resource library on our website at axiom.com. Until next time, I'm Michelle Fitzpatrick. Be well and get with the ship.